Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, April 21st, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adelia Jr., and joining me is Imran, the Don Corneo Khan. Oh, no. That's that's bad. I mean, <laughs> but it rolls off the tongue, though, and so I had to say it. It you rolls know? off the tongue. It's probably an appropriate and inappropriate metaphor at the same time. But yeah. That I... I, I Ew. You, you don't you don't you don't like the the don corneo reference i i, I think you're, you're I, big into final fantasy 7 so i figure at least like you know to get to to be on brand i know don corneo isn't the best dude yeah the rapist like, pimp in a lot of ways not the in a lot of ways a bad dude yes in some ways people would consider <laughs> don corneo a bad guy but like he has some good ideas <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> running wall markets seem to be uh, up and thriving uh, Mussolini's fine. He keeps their trains running on time. Listen, mm. listen. He's a Don. That's what it comes down to. Imran, how are you doing? I'm do. I was doing great. Now I feel kind of icky, but otherwise, I'm, I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> I apologize. I'm just going to shorten it back to the Don now. All right, let's go with it. Uh, how, how your how's your day going? How's your morning going? It's going okay. Woke up to the Animal Crossing news. Excited to come talk about it. Excited oh for, yeah, man. Like, just I'm excited that video game news is happening again because <laughs> really yeah, no, while it was over. No, legit. Like for the last few weeks, it's been it's been like everything has been coronavirus related in a way where I'm like, oh man, this is kind of depressing. I'm kind of not enjoying reporting on on a lot of news because everything is is very dire. Today is not that day because today's stories include Animal Crossing crossing over into the mainstream, Mario Maker making moves, and more. Because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show now it's time for some housekeeping thursday night at 7 p.m pacific time we're having the social event of the season grimecraft's kind of funny animal crossing rave that's right grimecraft will be djing a set in animal crossing for the kind of funny best friends you can watch live and catch greg interviewing grimy after the show on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games but even better you can come to the to the concert in animal crossing keep an eye out on kind of funny's twitter account thursday afternoon and you can find out how to visit grimecraft's island and get the exclusive in-game t t-shirt just like going to a real concert you can get the exclusive t-shirt uh, from grimy's concert so stay tuned for that that's happening thursday thank you to our patreon producers muhammad muhammad's momo al tribesman and blackjack today we're brought to you by brooklinen and expressvpn but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the Oprah report it's time for some news we have six stories today. a baker's dozen and don't let the six confuse you don't let the six make you think that like oh it's a regular news day that's like an average number no nah, man today's news is jam-packed because number one we're talking about the march 2020 mpd which is out and let me tell you video games are selling like hot cakes what i've done is i've divided up mpd uh this story number one into two parts this part a and part b because there's a lot to dig in here and so starting with part a let's talk about general sales uh, this is from, again, Jeff Grubb at VentureBeat. Uh, he writes, March wasn't a great month for anyone, but it was a slightly less awful month for people who sell video games. That's especially true if the video game is Animal Crossing New Horizons. With people in the United States isolating themselves for much of the month, many people obviously turned to, to stay-at-home entertainment. As a result, consumers in the U.S. spent $1.597 billion on gaming hardware, new full games, and accessories, plus game cards. Uh, according to the March 2020 MPD report. This is the most money the industry has generated in MPD's reporting since the $1.8 billion in 2008. Here are the full numbers. And so they they, they have a chart here on the website, and I'm just going to sum it, sum it up like this, right? Total video game sales are up in March 20, um, 1.5997. Um, says million. In the original, it originally said billion. And so it might... I don't, I'm gonna say 1.5. Right, so 1,000 million is what it's getting. Like, gotcha. They're basically gotcha. But the, it's millions, which is a billion. It's effectively, it's effectively yeah. 1.5 billion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're up 35 percent over last year, which was 1.186 billion dollars. 
Um, as far as video game hardware, we're up 63%. Video game software, we're up 34%. Um, and then video game accessories and game cards were up 12% year over year. Quote, March 2020 tracked spending across video game hardware, software, and accessories and game cards totaled $1.6 billion, gaining 35 35% when compared to a year ago, said MPT uh, analyst Matt Piscatella. Quote, Year-to-date, 2020 tracked spending across video game hardware, software, and accessories, and, ga- and game cards totaled $3 billion, declining 4% when compared to a year ago. This is a massive turnaround for an industry that was circling the end of the generation drain for most of the last year. Through the first two months of 2020, sales in the U.S. had declined 28% compared to the same period in 2019. So, what closed the gap? Animal Crossing and a plethora of high-profile new releases. And yes, COVID-19-related social distancing likely gets some credit as well. That drove people to pick up new hardware. Uh, The Switch set an all-time record for unit sales for any March month since MPD began tracking. But PS4 and Xbox One dollar sales also jumped up 25% year over year. These charts are sorted by dollar sales, not units sold. I'm starting at number 10. So these are the top 10 selling games. Right. Uh, this is by this is by sales, not units. At number ten, we have Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. At number nine, we have Borderlands Three. At number eight, we have Grand Theft Auto Five. At number seven, we have per- Persona Five Royal. At number six, we have Doom Eternal. We at number five, we have NBA Two K Twenty. At number four, we have Resident Evil Three. At number two, we have MLB The Show Twenty. At number two, we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And at number one, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons. And remember, Animal Crossing that success Nintendo that doesn't include digital sales, and neither does uh, Doom Eternal or Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which are also on the list. Imran, mm-hmm. let's stop there. There's there's more to go through, but let's take a break there and talk about what we've what we've just uh, read here. Does that does any of that surprise you or shock you at all? Uh, nothing shocking here. Like, I'm surprised a little that Persona Five Royal has done so well. It, but granted, is like one of the bigger releases of the month, so uh, yeah. that does make some sense. But I mean, that was a very niche RPG, and this is a second release of it, so it doing so well is. Blasting a lot of traditional knowledge out of the water. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Animal Crossing being as big as it is is not surprising. Uh, Animal Crossing being big is not surprising. Animal Crossing being as big as it is is hugely surprising because yeah. it, it destroyed a lot of records here. Yeah, like Animal Crossing being number one doesn't surprise me. Animal Crossing being, and we're, we'll get into Animal Crossing more in a second, but Animal Crossing being a smash hit, being a, a super success in the way that it is, uh is is not shocking but like still like it it, reading through the article made me kind of sit back and go like oh dang like animal crossing really is at like what you're seeing on twitter isn't just twitter right it isn't just like word of mouth like animal crossing is doing as well as it seems like it is doing i think that is the shocker here um but video games selling you know great this month yeah. Doesn't necessarily, I don't think surprise surprises anyone because one, you had a lot of big releases, right? We have Doom Eternal, we have Animal Crossing, we have Persona Five Royal, but then also, yeah, with everybody staying at home, uh, that that looks like it is then also driving up sales in a way. So, I mean, like that, the MLB placing is probably exactly why MLB said, or they said to Sony, probably we don't know for sure what the reasoning was, but it was like get a license holder when Sony's like, you got to make this multi platform, otherwise we're taking it home. So looking at that, like it outsold a lot of stuff on that list in a month with very high sales. Yeah. So they're probably going to do even better next year because it's going to be multi-platform. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like you imagine for for so for PlayStation, right, owning that IP um, or having that deal, you want to still be the ones who are making money off of it, even if you are forced to have it go multi-platform, right? You don't want to give that back because look at how look at how well this game is doing as a moneymaker. Yeah. Um, also, so that definitely sports. makes sense. So, like MLB and NBA 2K20, they were always going to do well. I assume they're going to have more legs than traditional sports games have because there's like people want sports in some form and they're very grudgingly going to video games for it. Yes, exactly. Let's get into the second half of this story, number one, which t- let's uh, let's talk about Animal Crossing. So uh, Jeff continues to write, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a smash hit. Does it seem like everyone in your life is talking about Animal Crossing constantly? Well, it seems that way because probably because everyone in your life is playing it. Quote, Animal Crossing New Horizons was the best-selling game of March 2020 and the second best-selling game of 2020 year to date, said uh, Matt Piscatella. 
He continues, Animal Crossing New Horizons achieved the, the third highest launch month physical dollar sales, uh, or physical dollar and unit sales of any Nintendo published game in tracking history. Among Nintendo published games, only Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which came out in December 2018, and Super Smash Bros. Brawl, which came, which came out in March 2008, debuted with higher physical software sales in a launch month, end quote. I'm going to repeat that for everyone in the back. Animal Crossing New Horizons had a better launch month than any Mario or Zelda, ga Zelda game since MPD started tracking. It is now obvious that this series stands among Nintendo's most important, and the glow up is happening right before our eyes. Here's another astonishing tidbit from the MPD group. Quote, launch month dollar sales of Animal Crossing New Horizons have exceeded the lifetime sales of all other Animal Crossing franchise games, making Animal Crossing New Horizons the best-selling game in the franchise history, said Piscatella. So that number is a little bit misleading. Like, mm -hmm. it absolutely did, set, like, break those records. It is better selling than every other Animal Crossing. But they're going by dollar sales of the previous games. Every previous game before this was a lot cheaper. Yeah, that definitely so, makes sense. So, like, Wild World, for example, would be 30 bucks. New Leaf would have been 40 Maybe the most expensive would have been, uh, what was it, City Folk? The Wii one? Yeah, yeah City Folk. And, but that was and also like, 50 and I imagine do that well. Yeah, and I was going to say the GameCube game, but the GameCube game was also cheaper, right? Because the GameCube yeah. game would have been like... It was a budget title, so I believe it was 40 bucks. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, that does not take away from New, New Horizons. It did do extraordinarily well. But if you look at it in dollar sales, there is more to that number than it looks like. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, I mean, Animal Crossing New Horizons is going to be the best-selling games, whether in, whether in copy sold or sales because right. of the Switch, because it is... It, it's the Animal Crossing game that's coming out for the console that is you know, doing the best for Nintendo right now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a good quality Animal Crossing game, if you ask most folks. Most folks. And so it makes sense that, yeah, it's, it's, doing, it's doing the best out of any other fan, Animal Crossing game in the franchise. Frank Furter writes in to patreon.com slash games just like you can, and says, Good morning, Blessing and Imran. MPD, MPD, MPD. That's right, we got MPD numbers today. And, no, and, it's, and to no surprise, Animal Crossing reigns supreme as the top-selling game of the month. But there are a couple of things I want to focus on. First, and this is a small surprise, but RE3 came in fourth behind MLB The Show and Call of Duty. Granted, MLB is the new entry and Call of Duty is a staple on the list. I'm still somewhat surprised RE3 didn't take a better spot uh, after all the love and hype that was given to RE2. Because it came out April 2nd. Like, yeah, it had I, like two days of tracking. That's, I mean, it's probably not going to do super, like, it, but it, it's probably did fine. It just was not tracked that much. Yeah. Uh, and then second, consumers spent nearly $1.6 billion um, on new games, hardware, and accessories slash game cards. That is a butt-ton of money for March for this industry, and I'm curious what a full month indoors will have on next month's numbers. Third, I was going to ask what in the world are game cards, and then I realized, oh, they're GPUs. Why does MPD categorize them as such instead of components? Uh, last question is this. Last question I'll ask is, is this. And sorry if this is a is on the list of news, but with Final Fantasy VII remake selling slash shipping 3.5 million copies in the first three days, do you think that Animal Crossing will stay on top in April, or will it be dethroned? Thanks for all you do, Frank Furter. And so yeah, to to rewind it back, uh, yeah, RE3 didn't have as many days to to stack up those sales and get on the list in that way. Um, but even so, like I think, I mean, Animal Crossing would have came in number one either way i imagine yeah um and when you're talking about like call of duty and mlb the show i think those games are still gonna those games are still gonna rise to the top of that list um no matter what right i also believe there were modern warfare sales during the month and also i i forget how it related like if you bought the game you got war what was it it had something to do with warzone but i don't remember exactly what it was but there was some benefit to owning call of duty and then downloading warzone right i know I know if you had Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare that came out last year, you yeah. then get you got Warzone like a few hours earlier, um, and then you also don't have you like it's not necessarily an entirely separate like launcher or download or something like that. Um, okay, maybe maybe that's what I'm but, thinking. Of, but like basically, I I expect Call of Duty Modern Warfare sales went up this month for various reasons. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm like, not shocked sure, it's at number two. Yeah, I'm sure quite a few people, quite a few people played warzone and they were like oh you know what man i just want to play like regular call of duty now that i'm already yeah. here and picked it, picked it up because of that like it's been a bit and there's also call of duty modern warfare 2 that came out right yes because i know I the people were talking about that it, it was a ps4 exclusive this month but yeah i and don't think there's any, like out, yeah. physical copies being printed for that quite yet 
Yeah, but I imagine that like there's been a lot of talk around around Call of Duty this month that I can I can imagine sales being up because of because of word of mouth and because of Warzone and all this different stuff happening. Yeah. Um to the question about um game cards. Uh Imran, do you know anything about, you know, why MPD would would not just lump that into like accessories or something like that? I have no idea. I actually always thought game cards meant like the physical like cards, like they're like this is a days gone code here just buy this oh yeah i i don't know for sure it's either way break it for it might be right but yeah i Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i'm not too sure either i would have i i my assumption was like gpus or something like that like something having to do do with pcs which might not necessarily fit within the conversation of i think when you think of accessories and stuff you're thinking of controllers and peripherals you're not necessarily thinking of like pc like gpus but i don't necessarily i'm not i'm not really in the pc ecosystem like that and so i don't know for sure how that would have gotten count counted his logic Um, makes sense because like what i was talking about would have been under video game software so yeah yeah i have no idea why they put it the way they did and then uh the last question again is about final fantasy 7 remake selling slash shipping 3.5 million units which happens to be story number two which i'll get to right now story number two final fantasy 7 remake moves 3.5 million copies in three days making it one of ps4's fastest selling exclusives i'm pulling the story from robert ramsey at push square and we'll read the story and then come back to frankfurter's question to answer it all things considered, Final Fantasy VII Remake is off to a blistering start in terms of worldwide sales. Square Enix reports that the game has moved 3.5 million copies in just three days after its launch on the 10th of April. That figure includes physical shipments and digital sales. It's an impressive total, especially so, especially so when you consider the current state of the world. For reference, Final Fantasy XV moved around 5 million units in that same same amount of time but it didn't have to deal with with stock shortages or closed shops and it wasn't a ps4 exclusive speaking of ps4 exclusives god of war moved around 3.1 million copies at launch while marvel spider-man the fastest selling ps4 exclusive ever managed 3.3 million however those figures are based on sold through numbers not shipments so we can't say for sure whether remake is actually the ps4's new sale new sales champion um imran how do you? How, what's your reaction to the Final Fantasy VII remake sales numbers? I'm I'm not shocked. It was they had a massive marketing campaign. Like it is coming out at a time that people really want to play video games. They really want a, a single player narrative video game that is very hyped, and that's exactly what Final Fantasy VII is. Yep. I I don't think the Final Fantasy XV comparison works out that well because, like, again, that that does make it clear that it was not a PS5 or PS4 exclusive, mm-hmm. and. I also think number, Square's numbers were a little circumspect at the time. Like, they were talking simply shipped and not so much, like... It, Sold through. Yeah, when I saw those numbers years ago, when they first released them, I was like, mm, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't remember exactly the, the issues I had with them, but I I don't think a one-to-one comparison works nearly as well as we think. That said, yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake is probably going to do very well. With, launch month is a very difficult thing to think about with these, because they're probably going to do well in the long term because of the issues people are having right now in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I, we've joked before, Final Fantasy VII might be the last big game to come out this year. It's yeah, entirely possible. It. Yeah. That means it's going to do well over the next couple of months. Resident Evil as well. Other games like that as well. So I think this is a very good start for that game. I think the more telling thing is going to be how it does over the next couple of months because I expect it's going to probably double to triple that number before the end of 2020 yeah like this these numbers don't surprise me because of how big final fantasy 7 is just as a game like it the original final fantasy 7 you know sold like hotcakes i want to say it got to around like 10 11 million sales total mm-hmm. um and so final fantasy 7 remake coming out and them their initial numbers being right right 3.5 million copies and that is digital sales and physical shipments this month being the way it is i imagine there are a lot more digital sales than than um than you would have had otherwise, right? Like mm-hmm. right now, that game is selling digitally, probably mostly, probably m- more so than physical shipments at this point. And so, when everything's said and done, I wouldn't be surprised if, at, uh, you know, if 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 they actually surpa- surpass like God of War in terms of sales, right? In terms of the first three days. But I'm curious if we actually see those numbers come tr- come to fruition, like in terms of like if if those numbers get reported on. Yeah. Um, in the same way every publisher like, has a built-in excuse now when they go to their investor conference of like it can't be helped 
We have a thing going on. We're doing the best we can under the circumstances. And the best they can under the circumstances is still pretty good. Like, it's still pretty excellent. Yeah. We'll see yeah. how that works out. Like, honestly, FF7 selling so well is probably a big relief for Square Enix because if they have to de- delay Avengers again, which is kind of likely, I don't know for sure, like, we don't know what the future is going to be. If they have to delay that game again, then they have at least a buffer that this game is sold so well. Yeah. So let's take it back to Frankfurter's question about uh, Final Fantasy VII sales in relation to Animal Crossing, talking about next month's MPD. Do you I imagine, don't... like, I, I, I would venture to say that Final Fantasy VII Remake takes number one, like, easily. April was going to be a big question, because, like, we don't know how it's going to look in terms of physical sales. And Nintendo does not yeah. report digital sales to the NPD. So let's assume that, like, People still trying to go outside and buy or order from retail sites or whatever physical copies of Animal Crossing. I don't think we can expect it to keep up with the traditional number of like twenty percent digital and eighty percent physical. Yeah. I I assume it's going to be fifty fifty, and that's on a, as far as NPD metrics go, probably going to make or shave the numbers down quite a bit. In terms of what we'll, we'll probably find out, it'll be end of next quarter, which should be July, end of July. So in august we would find out which games actually sold better but mm-hmm. in terms of npd i think final fantasy 7 probably takes the top next month who knows yeah. like we don't know for sure animal crossing could still be huge if animal crossing ends up at number one next month that means something huge for for animal crossing of course it, like we're in weird times so there are like a lot of factors at play yeah um but yeah like even a number even like animal crossing i kind of i expect to be probably like still in the top five for sure Number number two is where I would be like, okay, Animal Crossing is a force. Animal Crossing is is, is and it like to be fair, it is a force. Like right now, it it is a force, and I and I think it could continue to be just to be a force within the next few months, uh, because of word of mouth and what Animal Crossing is, and and because like people are gonna probably come back to the same games, uh, given that you're having big releases being delayed and all this stuff happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I I expect FF Seven R. I don't know why I shortened it like that. Final Fantasy VII Remake at number one. And, and then we'll see. Animal Crossing probably, maybe, at number two. But that'll be, that'll be something, if that's yeah. the case. I'm, I'm curious if all this ends up pushing GTA V out of the top 20 for the first time in, I want to say, six years? Five years? Like, probably, since it's launched, right? That'd be like seven years. Th- since it's launched on next-gen systems. I think it missed oh, a week okay. before yeah. that. But... Yeah, I, if you can't buy that game physically, are people buying it digitally? That's a going to be an interesting question to see if like it's still made. Honestly, at this point, it's kind of like the I'm just fascinated by it to see mm-hmm. what effects it could possibly have because we have no idea what April is going to look like. We can all make good guesses, but honestly, we've never had a situation like this in terms of retail, so it it is massively upending what traditional knowledge would be. Well, I've I've always imagined for the Grand Theft Auto thing, right? Like a lot of the numbers that are counted in sales aren't are those not like shark cards and like uh, microtransactions? Since they we're are talking about dollar sales. They are games are game copies that include shark cards, which is where some people think that why GTA sells so well because it is sometimes cheaper to just buy a new copy of GTA with shark cards than it is to buy new shark cards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if that. If they start bundling those digitally, I I assume they do on PC. I don't know about console sales. Then that might make a bigger difference. But we'll see. Who knows? Like maybe GTA is just that big a force that it does not matter. We'll see. Story number two. Or no, we just did story number two. Story number three. Story number one and two all had all were all kind of one because they all had to do with sales. Story number three, Super Mario Maker 2 gets a Super Mario Maker... Or, or hold on, let me say that again. Super Super Mario Maker 2 gets a Super Mario Makeover. I screwed myself with the with the <laughs> headline because I tried to be clever. Uh, this comes from a Nintendo... Yeah, this comes from a Nintendo press release. Uh, they write, The Super Mario Maker 2 game allows players to unleash their creative creativity with more new options and the ability to create their own world map. 
On April 22nd, the free final update to Super Mario Maker 2 for the Nintendo Switch system adds a new World Maker mode, as well as a host of new content and features. In World Maker mode, multiple courses created by a user can be tied together on a, on a path from, starting, from the starting point on a world map to the end castle. The look of the world map can also be customized. Up to eight worlds containing a total of up to 40 courses can be combined, creating a mini Super Mario game that can be shared with others. In addition to World Maker, guess who, is, guess who else is making an appearance in Super Mario Maker 2? The Koopalings. All seven of these troublemakers, each with his or his or her own movement pattern, can be, can be added to user-created courses. Other enemies added to the game include the key-chasing Fanto and the, wind, the wind-up Mecha Koopas. Additional power-ups and course parts are also coming to Super Mario Maker 2 as part of the free update. This includes the Super Mario Bros. 2 Mushroom, which transforms Mario, Mario and his friends uh, into their, their look from the Super Mario Bros. 2 game and allows them to pick up and throw items and enemies, just like that classic game. With the frog suit from Super Mario, from Super Mario Bros. 3, uh, Mario can swim through water with ease and even run across its surfaces. Other power-ups added to the game are the Power Balloon, first introduced in the Super Mario World game, uh, and the Super Acorn from New Super Mario Bros. U, uh, and, the, and the Boomerang Flower from Super Mario 3D World. There are also five variations for wearables, like Cannon Box and Propeller Box from the Super Mario, World, uh, Super Mario 3D World game. All of this and more can be experienced by downloading the, the free update on April 22nd. Emron, mm-hmm. you, you dropped this in the kind of funny Slack, and as soon as, as, soon as I saw it, I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this is what I've wanted from this game for, like, since they announced Mario Maker 2, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted them to add a, a world map specifically. Also, Mario Brothers 2, I wanted that style. Not necessarily as a power-up, but I'll take what I can get. Right. But a world map is a fantastic addition. Why it's coming a year later, I don't know, but I'll, I'll take it, I guess. It is That's real confusing. About it. it is, yeah. like, honestly... This is a very bit. It's a dramatic update. And it's a great update. Like holy it's shit, an amazing I, update. I want to get back into Mario Maker after seeing this. It baffles me that it's all coming at once. And especially, it's a final update. Why was like they could have released those box hats, those things from Mario 3D World, one at a time in January, like week by week. People would have been losing their minds. Yeah, it's so weird to me they're doing this now. Like, yeah, the- it's. The world map to me is the thing that boggles my mind. The fact that like that they, like that should have been a launch for sure. The fact that they that they kind of drop it out of nowhere with all this awesome like cool new stuff and it's all free, which is which is amazing. But like bundle it as like the final update. Um, af- like after Mario Two came out or Mario Maker Two came out uh, in I think June or July or whenever it was. Um, I feel like the game has had time to to i won't say time to die because now i don't want to say super mario maker 2 is dead by any means but it definitely doesn't have the fervor and the passion that mario maker 1 had when that came out right yeah. like when when mario maker 1 came out like i remember twitch streams and youtube channels and content creators like doing stuff with it for a while right like you know at least for a year right but right now it seems like mario maker 2 hasn't had that same fervor and i feel like a world map and the mario maker the mario brothers 2 style and all the stuff that we've seen them add like up until now could have helped that game a lot like in its first month so Um, mario maker 2 is actually a fantastic academic lesson in terms of like in the difference between making content for games making paid content for games and making free content for games as service so sales numbers don't really tell the full story of this thing. Because if you just look at bare sales numbers, it is Mario Maker 1 sold 4 million, Mario Maker 2 sold 5 million. Mm-hmm. The difference is Mario Maker 2 sold 2.5 million of those 5 million out of the gate. Like the first two days, it sold half its entire lifetime to date sales. It didn't get a big pickup from the Switch Lite set, or introduction. It didn't get a yeah. big pickup from Holidays because Luigi's Mansion 3 and Pokemon kind of ate its lunch there. So if you're a Nintendo, and they're saying like, hey, we're making all this content for this game that's not really selling that much since release, then it does kind of make sense from that perspective to go, all right, maybe we just cut it off now. Why they didn't do like a more consistent schedule is probably one of the things that made it not sell that much. I think probably, because you remember at E3 last year, they announced that they have a multiplayer version of that, multiplayer mode, but it's uh, 
not friends. Like you can only play randoms. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they had to like do like a very quiet mea culpa and go, okay, no, let's we're gonna patch. We're gonna fix stuff this. In. Yeah, we're gonna let you guys play with your friends. I assume that is what delayed everything else for a while. And then once those stuff started getting delayed and they put out the link update and didn't result in a particular uptick in sales, that was when it was like the calculus of okay, we probably need to start cutting this off soon. And once all this COVID stuff happens, and then that was probably the actual axe on the back of the neck of we need these developers to go do something else. Because like last year, Nintendo released, was it last year or was it this year? Uh, no, it was last year. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. For yeah, that was Switch. the beginning of last year. Yeah. That, that game has sold 5 million as well. Granted, it came out earlier, but it also probably has much less in the way of work and resources done for it than mm-hmm. there was for Mario Maker 2. It was like, they packaged new Super Luigi in and they put in Toadette. Like, there wasn't a whole lot for that game. So the return on investment, probably way better. And they're not constantly putting out new content for it. So if you're looking at those numbers, if you're somebody with both those numbers in front of you on a piece of paper, it doesn't make sense to keep doing yeah. Mario Maker 2 stuff. Yeah. You look at that and you're like, you know, why, what, what's, what's the, why are we putting in the effort? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the, in, I, I mean, I think this whole thing is kind of a tale of Nintendo still not having it down in terms of how to do a games as a service. Like, yeah. you, look at, you look at all their attempts, and they've had ranges of successes, right? Like, Splatoon 2, I think, generally is, like, a pretty good, like, it's, it seems like that game has had a good tale to it, right? Like, it seems like yeah. that game came out, and the, the, up, the, the post-launch updates that they provided for it it seemed to seem to do well. Like I, I had not played Splatoon two, but I've only heard good things. And I remember like watching directs and seeing like the the direct where they announced Ultimate. Like I forget the name of the update, but it was the one where it's like there was like a one of the Squidlings or like the, the Octo Squid expansion. Girls. Yeah, the Octo expansion where she's like walking in the subway or whatever. Like I remember yeah. I remember watching that and being like, that seems pretty cool. Like good for them. Like it seems like they're really supporting Splatoon two. But then you look at other games like um like you look at Arms for example. And arms, it seems like they kind of put out just to die. Like it, I, they and, it and it sold like they well. Arms, arms sold two million, and they like supported it with new characters for a little bit, and then it just stopped. And yeah, yeah, there's an arms character in Switch or in Smash Brothers coming soon. So clearly, they care about that game. But like, I think it's it's an obvious thing at this point. But when you're when they're selling something for uh like expansions like the octo expansion or the Smash Brothers season pass then it tends to do a lot better for them than when they were doing it for free. So, yeah. like, if a, if a game has free updates, eventually they're going to cut that off pretty quickly. But, I mean, quickly is a relative term. Like, I remember but they're they going to cut it off. Yeah, they will cut it off eventually, uh, depending on how well the game keeps selling as an evergreen title. Mario Maker 2 did not really survive as an evergreen title. Like I said, it sold half its LTD in the first month, first two days. Splatoon 2, they cut it off, like, the month they started charging for Switch Online, which is baffling to me, but sure. Like, I guess they didn't really see it as a a big driver for that thing. Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. they're, they're in season two, but they're doing, they've gotten an extra 50 bucks for those two seasons per person who's like really in Smash Brothers. So it's working out well for them. It's going to be, if they ever do another Mario Maker, I think people are going to be kind of cautious at first about it. And they're going to have to come out from the beginning. Honestly, I think like that's part of why they, when they came out today with that Animal Crossing stuff, which we'll get to in a little bit, but they gave like a calendar of what the next like 12 weeks look like. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what they should have done with Mario Maker from the beginning. Of, okay, yeah, so here is this thing. We're going to do multiplayer at this part, and then we're going to have Link, and then here's some other stuff that's coming soon. They should just dole that stuff out over the months. The fact that they didn't means, to me, that they're just shoving stuff out the door right now. Just be done with it. Yeah, just to just to get it over with. Yeah. The the five star man writes into patreon.com says so kind of funny games. It says, Hey Blessing and Imran, last night we got the trailer for the new update for Mario Maker 2. While the content they're adding looks great, I was I was most surprised to see them announce this this is the final major update for the game. Imran, you tweeted you you thought there might have been more Super Mario Brothers 2 content planned, but due to Corona, it wouldn't get finished. Do you think there was even more content besides Super Mario Brothers 2 that was planned? Or was the original plan always to have these three major updates? Thanks for everything, the five-star man. I I did. I had heard before. Uh, I think 
late last year that they were working on a Super Mario Brothers 2 theme, like an actual straight up just extra game style. Uh, that mm-hmm. didn't. It seems to me this kind of bears that out that they were working on it because they have basically everything but the tile set. They have like an entirely new mechanic in in the form of that Super Mario Bros. 2 mushroom. I don't think necessarily it was because of Corona. I think it was because the game just didn't sell as well as they expected or didn't sell as often as they expected to be a yeah put it differently but i think COVID is what killed it because once there's no point in putting those resources behind that game when they're in a situation where they need to have resources all men on other projects right now and that is sad for super mario maker 2 but i don't know of any other i don't know specifically what other content they may have put in there i think they probably did intend to start like shadow dropping the stuff bit by bit i think the link sprite being a one-off is really strange i bet and this is just speculation i bet that they would have done that with other characters if that game was a more evergreen title it's not though so yeah like i i miss i miss the sprites from mario maker one as well i wish they would have done that again but i guess that is also probably licensing hell in a different way well, like the the sprites from from Mario Maker One were those all like amiibo based stuff? Mm, some were a lot were like events. Like there were uh, um, like one week they were like, "Hey, here's Arino from Game Center CX, which is cool. Here's the mm-hmm. main character of Nisekoi, which is like a romance manga that was running in Japan at the time. Like it's it, it was a weird sort of Nintendo that I wish was more present in Mario Maker Two. And I think I said at the time like Mario Maker Two, it just it feels like Mario Maker, but now that Nintendo's aware of how popular it is, the people who are in charge of making sure Mario's not too weird were looking at that game more closely. And mm. at the end of the day, it kind of feels like that, like in how they handle the periphery of it. And like at the end of the day, there's aspects of Mario Maker 1, like the bookmark site, that are just not in Mario Maker 2, which is extremely strange. Mm-hmm. I, how could they just not have repurposed that from the first game for this one? Who knows? I think this is pretty. It's pretty obvious that this is not their plan for Mario Maker Two. Like, especially when you look at, like, when you boot. I remember when the game was first announced, or we got we got one of the first trailers for it, where they showed off the Mario 3D World style, and I think there was like a, there was like a section that said like extra game styles, and that's where they put uh, Mario 3D World, and people use that to say that like, oh yeah, they're obviously gonna add more game styles because. They have a whole section for extra game styles. And so, you know, let's just wait and see. They're probably going to add there, to Mario There was, like, one extra blank space underneath, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- yeah, there was, like, it had it had three world, and then it just had space, right, that you would imagine you would fill up with other game styles. Um, and even, like, the idea that they're using plural also to describe it. But, like, it seems like, yeah, the plans got cut short. Um, and it's unfortunate because, like, Mario Maker... I Mario Maker 1 was pretty much stranded on the Wii U, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people played it. Like pretty much like Mario Maker 1 was a was a sensation on the Wii U, but because a lot of people just didn't own the Wii U cuz the Wii U was not a great console, like it, that game was pretty much stranded and for Mario Maker 2 to come out and to have like all the necessary elements for Mario Maker 1 but to still not have the splash, I think points to kind of a, a mishandling of it or maybe even just like a miss um like a miscalculation in terms of how how it was going to do post-launch yeah. which is unfortunate you look at smash brothers and it's the best-selling fighting game of all time and the dlc is doing remarkably well i don't know how this season's gonna doing so far in terms of sales but like the first season did huge numbers for them you look at animal crossing which is broken records you look at Mario Odyssey, which is one of the best. I think it's now currently the best selling 3D Mario ever. Like that makes sense. You look at all that, and you look at the difference between like Wii U sales and Switch sales, and the exponential difference between them. Four million to five million is not great. It is no. a it's a very slow growth. Exactly, uh, which is unfortunate. But that said, I'm very excited for this update. I plan to pick up Mario Maker uh, again to mess with yep. the world. Oh, yeah. The, I'm going to make a whole ass game now. Like, I'm the gonna make fact a- that you can make a whole Mario game is fucking insane. And it's it's amazing. It's just... Yeah, it's great. Why, it's a fantastic where, update. It's a fantastic update. And I'm very excited for it. It's the right thing to do. But, like, man. Yeah. Story number four. <laughs> uh, 
Nintendo is investigating reports of accounts being breached. I'm pulling this from Tom Phillips at Eurogamer, who writes, Nintendo has told Eurogamer it is now actively investigating a wave of reports from Switch owners stating that their Nintendo accounts have been accessed. Yesterday, Eurogamer repo- uh, reported that a number of accounts account owners had reported their Nintendo accounts accessed over the past uh their Nintendo account, accounts had been accessed over the past couple of weeks. A Eurogamer staff member was among those recently affected. Some account users reported their accounts had been used to buy digital items, such as bundles of Fortnite V-Bucks worth up to £100 via linked PayPal accounts. Uh, speaking to some of, the, some of those affected last night, some of whom only realized their account had been accessed after reading our story, I heard a mixed pattern of people using unique passwords and those who had been using the same password elsewhere. It begged the question, had Nintendo become the latest target of a simple credential stuffing scheme, using details gleaned from other, uh, other hacked sources, or had Nintendo account holders' detailed, uh, details somehow been accessed with Nintendo's system itself. Today, Nintendo had responded to those reports and highlighted what you should do if you're affected. Quote, we are aware of reports of unauthorized access to some Nintendo accounts, and we are investigating the situation, a Nintendo spokesperson told your gamer, gamer today in response. Quote, in the meantime, we recommend that users enable two-step verification for their Nintendo account. If any users become aware of unauthorized activity, we encourage them to take steps outlined on our website. End quote. That's unfortunate. Um, but now you know. Check to make sure if your Switch uh, account is is fine. Um, but, I saw some people yeah, online saying that like it was actually that people were associating their account with like one of those Nookazon style websites. I'm not sure. Like maybe oh. that's outdated. Maybe there's actually like it was a Nintendo breach. But the general advice: use two FA on anything you can. Use 2FA yep. with stuff that's not even text messages. Like they actually, you have to get a code some other way because it you, it's a very easy to break into people's accounts, and you, 2FA is the only thing really stopping people. If they know one password, they probably know most of yours. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks is when you use the same password for a lot of your your accounts. That then gets it's easier to kind of fuck things up in that way. And yeah. so, turn on that two factor uh, uh, um, at what call it two factor. Uh, yeah, thank you. I can think of the word. <laughs> Story number five. There's a buttload of new Animal Crossing content coming. Uh, this is from a Nintendo press release. A series of free updates to the Animal Crossing New Horizons game is bringing some special seasonal events, inviting island goers to experience new faces visiting the island, blossoming flora, beautiful works of art, and an expanded museum. These free updates and others later this later in the year will add new experiences to the game that players will all, will will be able to enjoy for a long time. Available on April 23rd, this new update adds the following characters, features, and limited time events to the game. There's Leaf's Garden Shop. Nature-loving Leaf will regularly visit players' islands to sell his flourishing assortment of foliage, including shrubs and flower seeds. These decorative items will, will help make any island paradise a little greener. Then there's Jolly Red's Treasure Trawler. After downloading the the free update, Jolly Red will occasionally show up in his boat to sell in-game art as well as furniture with unique colors. Uh, like in previous Animal Crossing games, players will have have to figure out which art pieces are real and which are fake. After purchasing genuine art, players can donate it to the Island Museum to open an art gallery, which will display all types of donated pieces from from paintings to sculptures. Uh, then there's Nature Day, which is happening April twenty third to Mar- to May fourth. During Nature Day period, special Nook Miles challenges will be available to available that focus on nature-inspired goals, such as planting trees and watering flowers. Then there's May Day Tour happening May 1st, 7th. Uh, in the first week of May, players can use a one-time May Day ticket at the island airport to, uh, to head out on a limited-time tour to an island that looks different than the usual mystery island tours. A special visitor who looks familiar might also be there. And then there's International Museum Day, which is happening May 18th through 30. Through thirty first, and then there's wedding season, which is June first through June thirtieth. Imran, you're still playing Animal Crossing, right? I am. I, I, it's now out of the growth phase, and now it's just like check in, do my stuff, like chop wood, break rocks, that kind of thing, and just kind of mm-hmm. beautify my town as much as I want. I'm really obsessed with waterfalls right now, so I'm just like doing a bunch of uh, waterscaping. But yeah, I, I play a little bit every day. Do, do these updates excite you? Because for me, I've I've fallen off of, of Animal Crossing mainly because I went hard with Final Fantasy VII Remake and I just couldn't get back to it. But I know that um, Egg Day or Egg Week or Egg Month or whatever it was called 
didn't necessarily vibe well with a lot of people. Um, yeah. Do these updates excite you coming coming off of that? These are way more interesting. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff was stuff that was in previous Animal Crossing games that they just didn't have at launch for this one. So I assume it just they didn't make it for launch. So now it's they can insert it afterwards, which is great. And Jolly Red is a good change. He used to be Crazy Red. So I think they realized, yeah, we probably shouldn't use that word as much yeah. as we, yeah. So th- it's good that they finally changed that. But this stuff looks cool. I uh, Rebecca Valentine told me she had a theory that uh, Egg Day was not supposed to be the first holiday. Like, this game was probably supposed to come out last November, so, like oh, some yeah. other time. And because yeah, it was originally announced for last fall. Yeah, last 20, it was announced for 2019, so like... Yeah, and then it got, got pushed back to spring. Her theory is that Egg Day is a parody holiday, that it's meant to drive you crazy, that it's like this weird thing of like, oh god, why do we have to deal with this like dumb rabbit and all these eggs everywhere? But as mm-hmm. this thing that happens in the second week of everyone owning Animal Crossing, it's in, like an absolutely terrible thing. So, oh yeah, that makes sense. So like, I, this to me feels like Nintendo going like, okay, we know Egg Day sucks, so let's... Let's make up for it. Here's what's coming up in the next in the near future. Yeah. Coming off of the Super Mario Maker 2 conversation too, like this is a good like this is Nintendo doing a games as a service like well, right? This is them doing post-launch content well by informing you, by like letting you know what what's coming up and by being consistent in terms of how you update your update your game and do events. And so yeah. this all sounds cool to me. I did notice that in the video, the date for when they were redeeming the Nook Miles was 420. So they made this update a while ago, or not update, they made this video yesterday. So were they planning to launch it on that date, or like, is it just that hot out of the oven? That's a good question. That's an interesting question. Story number six. Death Stranding PC is delayed. I'm pulling this from Kojima Productions Twitter. They tweeted, following the temporary closure of Kojima Productions, we have a, we've we've had to delay the PC launch of Death Stranding to July 14th, 2020, to allow more development time amidst the current work from home orders in place. Thank you all for all your patience and continued support. This makes sense. Um, and like this is like one in like a handful of games that have been getting delayed. And so, uh, there you go. Death Stranding yeah. PC. Now, Russia, July 14th. I want to say it was like June. Okay, so I don't even know the exact date. That's, so it's, that's it's not like a crazy delay. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Imran, I'm very excited to see uh, if more games get delayed or not. I don't know, man. This is always a hard segue to do. But <laughs> figuring, but but that news of games getting delayed is so far away. If I want to know what comes out to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Did you forget or were you like on the other side of the room? Uh, well, I was having a conversation with something about someone. Oh, okay. Oh. The other Out today. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Out today. Help will come tomorrow for PS4, Switch, and PC. Dragon marked for death for PC. Obey Me for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Gato Roboto for Xbox One, which I highly recommend. That game's pretty yeah, fun. That is a very cute and like short Metroidvania. Yes. Uh, Hexplore for PC. Minimalist Space War for PC. The Flower Collectors for PC. No One Lives Under the Lighthouse for PC. Bring You Home for PC. The Shattering for PC. And then Disobedient Sheep for PC and Mac. We got some new dates for you. Golf with Your Friends will be launching on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One on, on May 4th. Uh, Golf with Your Friends will also leave Steam Early Access the same day. That's May 4th. Relic Hunters Zero Remix will launch on May 7th, 2020 for the Nintendo Switch. And then Telling Lies, an investigative thriller game about exploring private conversations, will be coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch on April 28th. This is one of Greg's top 10 games of 2019, so he is very excited. Of course, Telling Lies is the successor to her story, uh, which I played and enjoyed. And so I'm really excited for it to come to PS4 so I can finally play it. Oh, that reminds me. I'm releasing Barrett from that Doom Animal Crossing bet. He does not have to really? get any pizza. Yeah, yeah, it was at the end of Extra Life. Everyone was very tired. He made an insane prediction. It's fine. We don't need to do that. Don't I will gladly Barrett. accept the pizza in his stead. Yeah, me and Kevin will accept the, the pizza. Right, Kevin? Me and you. Right, me and bless. You, me and you. Me and you. Me yes. and you. 
Yeah, me and you, Kevin. I'm typing a message to Imran right now. Uh, <laughs> just send it directly to me. I mean, if somebody's getting right. pizza, I'm getting pizza. But I'm just saying, he doesn't have to get okay, a pizza. Okay, all right. The three of us can split it. Not a big deal. Okay, yeah. yeah Barrett, I don't know why in my mind Imran was sending the pizza. Barrett is the one who's sending me the pizzas. Buy us three pizzas is what I'm saying. I know Barrett listens to the show every day because <laughs> it's his job to you. Barrett, if you're listening, Barrett, pepperoni. buy one pizza, send it to me. I'll eat some of it, send it to Blessing, and then I'm sure he'll oh, get no, it to him. Run. Can I get it first? Can I get no. it first? Because no. like, I, I like the idea of the pizza guy coming to the door. You're taking the three pizzas you're going to take. Yeah, I just put and, it just, like, and we like, just give right, it a slip of paper and be like, go here. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we have a deal of the day for you. Mr. Miss George writes in uh, and says Celeste and Towerfall are four ninety nine on the eShop currently. That's four dollars and ninety nine cents. So go play Celeste because that is an excellent game. Also Towerfall, yes. but Celeste. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Brooke Lennon. Bringing comfort into your home is the ultimate form of self care. And now more than ever, it's important to take care of yourself and each other. You spend one third of your life in sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? So put comfort first, like with the new bedding, loungewear, towels, and more. Home of the internet's favorite sheets, Brooklyn has got over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. And starting April 25th, Brooklyn is having their, their biggest sale yet, the birthday sale. Get everything from bedding to towels to loungewear and more at savings you wouldn't believe. Brooklyn and products help you find comfort in the little things, morning routines, extra soft sheets, plush towels, etc. Folks here at Kind of Funny use Brooklyn and sheets and can confirm they're insanely comfortable. Like softness, comfort, essentials to help you relax, Brooklinen has it all. Brooklinen.com is the perfect place to find all the comforts for your home, and they're so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforter, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The birthday sale kicks off April 25th, and you don't want to miss it. Get the get their biggest savings of the year on sheets, bedding, towels, loungewear, and their newest camom and linen collections. And if you can't wait, you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping on the all-new sheet right now when you use promo code GAMES only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. We're also brought to you by ExpressVPN. We all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, but here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Now that so many of us are stuck at home, it's only a matter of time until you run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. And I can attest to that. I've been watching Ozark, and I just finished Ozark Season 2. And what a great season of TV that was, especially toward the later part of the season. It's so good. And I just started Season 3 on two episodes in, Kevin. But eventually, Kevin, Ozark ends. It ends. What will you watch then? Maybe some Doctor what Who in the UK Netflix? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What if I spent this whole week binging Doctor Who on the UK Netflix? Well, it's simple to do so. Just fire up ExpressVPN app, change your location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just think about all the Netflix libraries you can have access to. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason we suggest ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, uh, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want uh, on a personal device or on the big screen wherever you are. If you visit the special link right now, expressvpn.com games, you can get an extra three months of expressvpn for free support the show watch what you want and protect yourself with expressvpn at expressvpn.com slash games anime high score girl season two is on netflix wait what season two high score girl what's that it's a an anime about a girl who's very good at video games Mm. it was actually like so the manga is pretty interesting because uh, Square Enix published it in their weekly Gangan magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use unauthorized art from SNK and Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. SNK got so pissed about this, they called the police. 
to I get like go through Square Nexus offices and take a bunch of documents essentially. That's it's a, it's awesome. A, it's a complicated story that's more complicated than I'm making it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a pretty funny thing. That's awesome. I've been looking at this show called B Stars that's on my on the front page of my Netflix and I've been debating whether or not I want to watch it because I have a friend who tells me to watch it because she likes it, but I'm like she won't tell me what it's about because she wants me to go in blind. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'll did let you guys finish, know. I might Did you finish Avatar yet? No, I'm on episode come, seven. Come on, bless it. I, I'm gonna keep watching it. Is this wait, one of those wait, things wait. where you're Ozark... only on episode seven? I, I'm watching Ozark also. And <laughs> no, Ozark I understand. Is so but good. like here, you hear me out. Avatar is mm-hmm. so good. Like yes, I, I know everybody tells me maybe like three months ago. It's phenomenal. You're an idiot. I'm gonna I'm gonna you. keep watching. It's I just, hate I'm you. just hooked. I'm just hooked on Ozark. There's something about it. It's like the yeah, whole no, show. It's very good. It's a very different kind of show. It's drama. <laughs> it's very intense. I know. And it's hard to watch anything else because I'm so into it. But I plan to get back to watching well, Avatar. Finish Avatar. Ozark. It's not that hard. You got it. I believe it. Finish right? Ozark and then finish the, the first season at least of The Last Airbender. Definitely. There, there are so many there are only so many hours in the day. And Ozark episodes are yeah, hour long. Use the ones and I want to also play games. But like you I gotta sleep. Like, no, just when sleeping. I don't, when I don't sleep, I wake up and I'm tired. And I get on this show and I'm all tired and I'm just like, oh, it's it doesn't affect the quality, you know what I mean, Kevin. You know, you know what Andy Kevin? Cortez Just stop sleeping. But Andy Cortez doesn't have to be on a show until like 11:30. <laughs> you know, I gotta be on a show. I gotta be be up and like prepping the dock by 8:30. You know, I got I got a real job to do. All these other folks that aren't on KFGD, they're just out there living their best lives, watching TV until 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm looking at you, Andy Cortez. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me, Andy. I woke Malcolm up at 6:30 in it. the morning and painted. You painted? Yeah. I really want to ask this question that's on the dock, but I want to know more about your painting. Kevin, elaborate. What? I, what you do you just mean? painted? Well, like, I mean not like a painting, like I No, I yeah, I assume he means like Oh, your house. Like a, yeah. yeah. Oh, the baseboard. Okay. In my head, some crown molding. You you thought I like went out to the backyard, sat down on with my easel. No, in my head, you cigarette had a in hand. Like, you had like, like, yeah, you had like one like a small paintbrush and like one of the like the palettes that have like a little bit of each color. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Claire Deluna is playing behind you. Yeah, yeah you just have like a, just a, you have Nick posing for you like naked, and you're just like painting Focusing in the backyard and trying to hit my best Bob Ross. Oh my god, I would love Kevin to do like a Bob Ross video. Okay. Like Kevin, for it. Kevin's like the ops Kevin's like the literal opposite of Bob Ross. What? This is absolutely quarantine content that we need. We need a show of you painting. Just me standing there oh being like, all right, I've never painted before, but like we're gonna do bang out some fucking trees right here. <laughs> I would pay money. I would for sure pay money. Let's make it happen. Yes. Malcontent Ronin writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games is like you can it says hey guys i'm running what you might know about hardware timelines with the credible rumors of sony showing their new controller because it would otherwise have been leaked are we not at the point where surely there must be a ps5 prototype that similarly could leak could could they not have the final wait could they really not have the final design yet or is this great evidence we will we will finally see uh, that big real big reveal event next month you know because we know you know because we know anything and everything about the PS5 right now besides what it looks like. I'm tired of living in 2013. Thanks, Malcontent Ronin. Um, they have dev kits, so I don't think developers care. Like, they But the dev kits don't look like the final PS5, though. Yeah, no, but they don't care what the yeah. final design looks like. They have the box they need. And yeah, exactly. that's probably where it would leak from, because if you work for Sony and you leak that final design, you'd probably get fired, which is not yeah. you get fired right now. Exactly. Like, I think the, the thing is, you want devs to have the controller, you know, so that they, they can work with the controller and, like, be able to use the features of the controller and all that stuff. But, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't necessarily have to ha- have to send devs the the final box in order for them to work on their games, right? Like, you just, yeah. you just send out dev kits. And so that's the reason why you're, you're a bit more cautious about the controller this, at, at this point of the timeline than you are about the box leaking, because in theory, only people that are at Sony know what the box look like, uh, yeah. looks like. And so, yeah, this I don't think it's not really an abnormal thing at all um, in terms of why they would reveal the controller this early in the game versus the, the, the actual box. Yeah. And also, it's just it's a weird year for a console launch and everybody knows it and everyone's still struggling to deal with it. I talked with somebody, somebody behind one of the consoles and uh, on like Facebook chat and they were asking me, like, 
what do you think if we did like press like hands on this way or this way? And, like those sound like ideas, but they also sound like huge headaches. So everyone's mm-hmm. all figuring all this stuff out in terms of marketing reveals and all that stuff. Let's get into some required reading. Uh, and Ron, you're the one that brought this one to the table. It's an article from gamesindustry.biz called Here's Some Pets to Make Your Day Better. It's by Brendan Sinclair. Um, Kevin, I want you to put this article up uh, just for like, we're not going to scroll through the whole thing because we want people to get Can I get like a please or? <laughs> uh, please, Kevin. Can you, you. Uh, yeah. do no, your I can job? Get it up. Get I out. can get it up. What was that? What are you laughing at? Well, no, I, I just said I love you. I love you too. You're great. You're great at what you do, Kevin. Not enough people tell you that. And then he just disappears. He doesn't bring up yeah. the, the article. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> we were all just sitting here waiting for him to do it. He's just like, sitting. No, I'm gone. He's like, I, he walks out. Is this the, the article? No one included painting. a link, so I had to find it. It was in Slack? Yeah, it was in yeah. Slack. If you scroll down, there are other pictures that start showing up. I can't. Like, on my screen, it is very tiny, so I can't read any of the text. Yes, that is that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, Brendan Sinclair here put together uh, an article of pets. You know, there's a white, a white puppers right there. Um, but some, some of them make us all feel better, better you know? Yeah. Also, it's everyone's very good at taking photos of their pets. Yeah, it's crazy how I see more good pictures of pets than I do of human beings at this point. All pets are photogenic. No offense to your selfies, y'all. But <laughs> yeah, go to great games. Go to gamesindustry.biz. Give them a click. Check out that article if you want to want to feel better. Thanks to Brendan Sinclair and the team over there for putting in the work that matters. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. You, can also, you, guys write in. you can also go to kind of funny dog and, on Instagram to see my little puppo. Look at him. Wait, did you really get kind of funny dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Was that like a kind of funny, funny cat for Thomas? That's great. Yeah. Wait, how does Portillo not have kind of funny dog? He sucks. You know what I mean? I mean, he's not the it. dog that's going to represent this company. Jen and Greg would never give up that Instagram like <laughs> content they need. I don't know. They they need that on Yeah, their that's a good point. They need they need that on their on their accounts. Uh, it makes a lot of sure. sense, yeah. Now it's time for kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. Ignacio Rojas writes in and says Microsoft was definitely the one that said their games oh, okay, no, that's from PS Love You. Uh, Jeff Grubb clarifies game cards mean like gift card guys like you go to CVS and get a gift card for the eShop or whatever so yeah it was what I originally thought I guess oh see I wouldn't have thought that but I do they count those differently outside of software sales then uh, those I guess point cards I guess because they would be with accessories oh point cards gotcha okay sorry I was thinking like that. okay that makes more sense that definitely makes sense yeah. So not the ones that say like this is the co- the code for the card or for the game, but the yeah, ones that are like the ones that is like, like here's fifty dollars for PSN, basically. Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh Nana Biologist writes in and says, Bless, you weren't sure when Mario Maker 2 came out. It came out June twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Right after E3. Let's see here. Kebabs writes in and says, Final Fantasy VII has sold 11 million units, units over many different platforms, including PS1, PS4, iOS, Switch, and more, which I think I said. You know, like, for being one of the biggest games of all time, that's not a huge number. For sure. Like, I would have thought, like, I, w- I don't know, man. I, I I think compared to the conversation that's had about Final Fantasy VII, I would have expected that game to have sold, like, 30 million, 40 million, something yeah. like that. And there are games that have done that. Like not even like even some primarily single player games. So it's again that's so it's not not to diminish that game. It does great, but yeah, that's not huge. Mario Odyssey sold sixteen point five nine million units. Apparently, just to yes have the comparison there. Yeah, to have some context. Yeah, this is a conversation me and Greg have been having a lot on the show in, in terms of where do we think Animal Crossing is going to net out uh, in like the 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 sales conversation for for switch games because i believe it's oh man well i think number one fuck i've already forgotten what it was no mario number one is mario mario kart Kart. in terms of switch sales is kart and then ultimate i think Mm, i think breath of the wild is second then ultimate breath Breath of the wild Wild and mario odyssey are like three and four i think yeah ultimate should be around 13 14 right now i haven't checked the exact numbers we'll probably find out actually next week because they should have an investor meeting, but yeah, we, they, they all are up in the upper teens right now. 
Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I I'm think pulling it up right could now. Go to, could go to thirty if it if so. It's a right. So Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is at twenty three million uh, at number one. Number two is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate at seven seventeen point six million, and then it's okay. Mario Odyssey at sixteen point fifty nine, and then it's Breath of the Wild at sixteen point thirty four. Um, and Pokemon Sword at sixteen million. But but also these numbers are from the end of December. Um, and so once we get the updated numbers, I'm curious to see what where things net out. But yeah, at this point, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing is yeah going to be up there. The question isn't like if it will be stopped. The question is like how far will it go before that point? Yeah, exactly. It's probably very very high. Uh, it looks like that is it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, tomorrow's hosts are. Greg and Gary. That's right. You get a Widow Wednesday tomorrow. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, Game Daily. <laughs>